is Wednesday, June 7th, 2023, and you're listening to episode number 15 of This Ain't Iowa, Volume 2. Kind of a late night recording sesh tonight. Oh, 7 30. 7 7 30 Vegas time. I'm gonna be a real bear in the morning. Watch <laughs> out, fam. Uh I'm uh, I'm kinda excited about today though. Uh we have of course our first repeat uh, uh special guests. Um uh Is it I don't know if I just <laughs> uh, no, but I will get a scathing uh, post on Discord f- from Rando. Uh, discussing how he really should have been uh, the the special guests, and which is uh, correct. wasn't enough build up. Let's so let's just let's honest. just go ahead and let's introduce them. First of all, uh, they're of course the sorry for your luck guys. They have a lot to cover today, so we're going to get right into it. First of all, patch four oh six. Aloha. There he goes. Uh, can I just also say real quick before we introduce uh, your your uh, your partner here, a belated happy birthday to you. Oh, thank you. Yeah, and uh, I think I speak for everyone who. Everyone who follows you on social media uh, or has seen you recently, I think we can all agree by your hair and your clothes and general attitude, you look like you're doing just fine. Uh, no red flags at all for my friend Patch in his early 50s, <laughs> just a regular old doctor <laughs> keeping it together. So, oh, man. <laughs> so you, seem, you seem great. Uh, and of course, your partner in crime, Y2K. What's up, Kenny? Howdy, howdy. Um, you're so excited that you got that back. Uh, yeah, Kenny, when you sat down, you, you of course were, uh, were, were polishing off, uh, I think the rest of your dinner. I just want you to tell me the truth that pizza you were eating. Is that some kind of a, of a cauliflower crust situation? Something looked weird about that. I fucking nailed it. Right. (laughs) Yeah. So I got home and, you know, uh, I don't know if we talked about this in our, in our tips for being, uh, over 50, but, uh, super tired. Thought, yeah, we're doing TAI after dark. Yeah. It's the late night for the ladies. Take a little nap. Yeah. So, uh, took a nap. Fucking delicious and great, but woke up no dinner. So had to, had to go out to the freezer, see what we got. And wait, so on a, on a random Tuesday late afternoon, you just decided to knock out a, knock out a nap, huh? Oh man, needed it. (laughs) Wish I could do that every day. We have a friend that does not like naps. Can you imagine that? Yes. I took one today, too. Felt great. Oh, delicious. What the fuck is going on with the two of you? Oh, man. Sorry for your luck. Loves naps. I mean, come on. Everyone knows that about us. That is true. true. You guys have been pro-nap. No, not, not opposed to falling asleep on a massage table. I, uh, you, you have a long history of napping. Um, listen, uh, we, we have a few things that we're going to get to, but I, uh, I wanted to, first of all, just kind of commend you. Now, I'm involved in this uh, Discord, right? I got involved in this Discord uh, because this is, you know, this, this replaced our blog-style comment threads 
which replaced the good old-fashioned board banging. So I'm involved in it. And I'm going to preface this by saying I know there's settings. I could turn off fucking alerts and stuff like that. But I leave it on because I like to know if people are checking out the show, what they might be saying. What I didn't know was that my Discord alerts were going to be about 85% sorry for your luck poker tournament planning. You guys in for Sunday or Monday? I'm going to be on a plane. Don't know about the Wi-Fi sitch. I'm going to have to. I'm like a 50-50 on a Monday. I'm like an 84% on a. I'm like, Jesus Christ. What, what is happening? And that's only forex well, for Christ's sake. Yeah. <laughs> it's well, a lot. Cats, as you know, herding cats is a, it, it's a job. <laughs> Uh, um, so of, well, and that's only that's only the Discord. So we we had a chat group for a while. For a while, we had a Facebook group, and uh, oh yeah, and then yep. we thought Discord. Maybe that'll simplify things. Nope. Now we just have a chat group and Discord. So you got to double post everywhere. Well, the issue with the chat group is Phobes hijacks it with activities that nobody gives a fuck about. He's going to the lingerie football or the arena football or the arena inline rollerblading or some shit and we get 20 posts of these free tickets that he's got to these events that nobody gives a shit about so that's why i mean i guess i should be at least maybe i should just be thankful i'm only getting involved with the discord jesus christ sounds like that chat group (laughs) runs deep (laughs) um (laughs) i can imagine well but i am happy to see that you guys you know you're you're being uh you know you're you're wrangling people together you're you're being social uh talk to me about uh this game i've been invited uh several times i do not attend i said that i would attend when you had a a celebrity tournament um but uh what uh how's how's that game been rolling you guys all three of you guys are obviously involved every week yeah well uh patch kind of uh, had the idea for it when COVID started. Uh, it was, it was, I, well, he could, he could uh, talk more about this, but I think it was his big dream to always host a weekly poker game. I and, didn't want to uh, do that for a long time. I uh, never got that off the ground. So it's yeah, <laughs> kind of modified into this. Yeah. And it started kind of nice and gentle and things like that. It's, it's changed dramatic. I mean, how long has it been going on now? Oh, it's been three, three years. years. It was yeah. slow. It was tick. Yeah. Right. Slowly. We haven't really changed the blinds or changed what we do or things like that, but uh, give me oh, the man. rundown. What's what's the game look like? Well, well we, uh, start, we start with a real dumb five dollar sit and go that takes about a half hour, uh, and then we play a cash game. Rebuys, so two cash games, twenty five, thirty dollars. Yeah, unlimited rebuys. That's that's the recipe for disaster. It's All right. only the first twenty minutes, so oh. Okay. So they'll play 20, 20 minutes of the 30. Okay. Yeah. Based on who lost the most the previous week. So that person okay. gets, gets to kind of set the rules and there's a bunch, there's just tons of dumb, complicated rules. Who if you hit the button, you get a dollar. Rules, if you hit three buttons, you hit a fire bet. I mean, it, it's as complicated as you can imagine, but now you can <laughs> have bomb pots, all kinds of crazy games. We play six card PLO high, low, which, um, I'll tell you, the money starts flying dramatically. Uh, people get mad for real. Uh, Tony and Phobes just, just uh, really going after each other. A lot of uh, uh, nice twenty four access to settle people down about once a week. That's his um, move. Sure, that's his job. I'll say that the small blind in this game is twenty five cents, and at one point, a guy in the game had a thousand dollars this week. <laughs> <laughs> that, is, that is so many quarters. Oh, um, so many quarters. How does, when you're buying in for $25 at a pop, 
and then a few guys, actually, the three of us have really mastered it. So if you steam rebuy, I mean, that's the good play, right? Like maybe yep. you lose your right. first 25, sure, maybe you do 25, and then you just start doubling it. I mean, you got to chase, right? So you got to well, steam rebuy. Get, there's no way you can get even if you only buy in for 25. Oh. It's it's math, guys. Oh, it's <laughs> good. And then that's the person that always gets madder and madder, which is uh, oh, a lot of slamming laptops and several people have rage quit. Yeah, uh, so maybe I do need to get involved. This actually sounds uh, this sounds pretty good. Well, a couple. Well, I guess when the show started back up, uh, we got back with Spoon, and you know, Spoon's not a poker player, but he uh, he is a gambler. (laughs) Boy, is he! uh, He's been he's been joining us, and uh, it's uh, spiced up the game quite a bit. (laughs) Now, my guess would be he maybe plays a little on the unorthodox side. Now, was that a fair assessment of, of Spoon's play? Well, yeah, well, we, we don't want to give away yeah. all our secrets because Spoon's actually playing pretty good. He but I will say this, like this Spoon week. straight up shit on everyone repeatedly. <laughs> I mean, just an absolute <laughs> bloodbath. I lost <laughs> 2,000 quarters. <laughs> That's a lot of quarters, dude. <laughs> what are you doing? 25 cent blinds. 25 cent blinds. $100. I mean... I, I, I was really losing real bad most of the night, real mad. Um, yeah, I, I bought in 25, lost at 25. I think I once I lost 75 total, it was then it was $100 buy-ins. Um, I think, and then I got lucky on a pot, and I, uh, I was only losing like 200. Um, and then got down to the end and flopped a set, and I made a big raise. And then Spoon makes a big raise over the top. We call that the we call that the uh, the the Saint Maz uh, when you check raise mom. Uh, Australian just loves check raising. Fucking sure. Just one play. And oh. I got I got bottom set, and then and then Spoon's like, oh, you got nine. You know the flop was ten nine five. I got stupid pocket fives. Dumb worst hand. Never never going to be good ever. <laughs> and uh, Spoon says, hey. Oh wait, what do you what do you got, Kenny? Pocket nines? I'm like, nope. I what wish. And then uh, that means he can beat pocket nines. So you're already in a nightmare. <laughs> well, the thing about uh, thing about uh, the Yakima Steamer Y2K is uh, he flops a set. He's not folding. Uh, <laughs> sure, that's good. That's a good. Uh, yeah, it's a good policy. Pocket sides were not good. Spoiler alert. No, here's you, you, so I think Ken put a three hundred dollar. I think that's the biggest steam rebuy I've seen. Did you oh, have a $300 rebuy? Maybe. I think so. Right. Oh, cause then Brian, we do these bomb pots where everyone has to, you know, is in for like four bucks pre-flop and you can't, then we make rules whether or not you can bet or check the flop. But those pots dollars. get gigantic. Yep. Uh, we always end the game with one of them. <laughs> <laughs> so they just that's get, good. Uh, yeah, there's no bluffing in the game. The games go to, I mean, the hands go to showdown almost every time. Well, there All is gamble. bluffing. I occasionally get through a bluff. Once in a while. Yeah. Here's, here's what I want to ask uh, Kenny. When you have just lost $500 in your friendly weekly online fucking Zoom poker game, and you've closed your computer and you go into your room and you lay down uh-huh. and you put your head on your pillow. At any point, you're just like, what the fuck am I even doing? Well, to quote the late, great uh, Doyle Brunson, uh, you sleep like a baby that night. 
sleep for an hour, wake up, cry for a couple hours, sleep for an hour, wake up, cry for a couple hours. That uh, is and then absurd. I decided to do what all good gamblers do, and I blame you guys for teaching me this because I did not know this before TAI, is you chase. Um, you so, know about chasing? Uh, I'm also a member of some sketchy uh, poker clubs that are unknown people. You just Venmo them a couple hundred bucks and you play on their, in their club. And uh, yeah, so I got 200 back last night. So I'm on my way to recovery. Yeah. Recovery. Sounds like maybe you should consider recovery after you Venmo a stranger, $200 after dropping 500 to fucking strangers. You met from podcasts. Get out of here. Um, so all right. Like an invite, you join our Discord. It's uh, I, I, a hard YPK pass. Five hundred nine at gmail dot com. Send me your yeah. application. Yeah, exactly. Just uh, you know, first, just maybe see if you can get a revolving line of credit um, before you join, because apparently things have gotten completely out of control. Um, oh, before man. we Ken has to manage the finances too. He's got all these running totals with these guys all over the world. Yeah. All kinds of different. Ken was doing me a favor because we get ass raped by fees if Ken and I are throwing money back and forth um, because it has to be through PayPal. So we hold a marker out for 200 bucks either way. If I'm down 200, I pay Kenny. If I'm up 200, Kenny pays me. But now he's got these $1,000 markers out for Spoon and for a whole bunch of other people. It's crazy the amount of accounting he has to do. And that's great because nothing nothing feels better after you've just lost, you know, half a grand. Then I guess I now have to go through everybody's total and figure out what I need to send people. What a what a fun way to spend this steamy evening well, uh, that instead of just drinking and going to bed. That's the most <laughs> fun part of the evening um, was the other night when we came to the end of the night. Ken reads out the totals and he starts off with Hawkeye Brad, whatever it was, and and forex whatever it was, and then he gets to spoon up seven hundred. And then it's like fucking Christ quarters. <laughs> and then that had to be a lot of your money. <laughs> down five hundred. I'm just doing some quick math. Foes <laughs> down five hundred. Ooh! Oh, oh. Bob's made a got... return. He's not been in the game for some time, and he was in rare form. I uh, showed up Bob's with a flamingo hat, drunk as hell. And he was ready to gamble. Drunk as hell with a flamingo mat from his house. It's not like you guys play at a casino. He's playing in his room. Yeah, that's good. He's playing on his couch. It's pitch black. I was like, why don't your power get turned off? I doesn't even turn the light on. All you can see is his face from the glow from his iPad. Barely. Barely conscious. Because he goes broke over and over again. Oh, boy. Did he drop a nice catch, sir? Did he drop? Did he drop a couple of those? He, he dropped. Yeah. I mean, I got a my favorite needle in ages. Phobes dropped on Tony when Tony hit him, and a and he's like, "Good job, you got lucky. You're gonna give it right back." <laughs> Whoops! Five hundred dollars later. Yikes! Oh man! Um, oh, Tony I, and Spoon. They, get, yeah, they got real are exaggerated and made up. These are these are internet uh, characters that we uh, yes. you know. If the IRS is listening, this is not. This did not happen. So fake money, of course. I'm sure. just it's glad all, that, that we're now using virtual dollars. Virtual dollars. Virtual, yeah. Yeah. virtual dollars. As Tony explained his money laundering scheme three seconds ago on how he screws over the government. Well, I'm, <laughs> I'm just glad that we're now on Discord rather than for our fake money games using like a, a university Zoom call 
to actually oh, play these games. I'm just glad that we're now on Discord. Uh, listen, I'm uh, I'm going to turn it over to you here in a, in a second. I know you guys have a full agenda as always, but I did want to give just a couple quick shout outs over this uh, past couple weeks. We had a couple legends finally kick in on Discord. Aquaman checked in. Uh, of course, longtime TAI listener, contributor. Uh, he was the official brewmaster, if I'm not mistaken. Yep. Uh, show, showed up at a Tycon at the, at the Wiffleball game with a, a quadruple homemade IPA. Yep. Um, and and uh, um, so it was... One-time member yep. of our poker group. He only played once and for whatever reason didn't want to play again, so... Yeah, I think I, I think I, I could probably get to the bottom of it if you guys want me to sink your battleship. Uh, and then, uh, and then of course, Slash Dog, who oh, uh, Pat, I know oh, you're a big fan. Goat. Yeah, that guy has been around forever. Anything I've ever done, that guy has been in on the ground floor. Love that guy, uh, and uh, glad to see both of them. He binged the the whole the whole series, the whole first series of uh, volume two in one sitting, which I mean. I don't know that that's a great idea, but I am glad to see him. Um, so, guys, I'm going to turn it over to you. I, I know that, uh, we, you know, we're going to do a performance review, but if I know anything about you, there's probably other stuff on the old agenda. So take it take it away. Go for it, Ken. You got the At any point. You got the uh, great? Well, well, of course, we got to bring a top three list to you guys. Uh, the fans clamor for it and demand it. Yeah. Sure. Um, and this was a patch uh, idea to do, and it's um, hobbies that you were once into that you just abandoned. Wow. Sorry for your luck. Okay. He's really into lifestyles. Brian loves making fun of all the different <laughs> things we're into all the time. <laughs> Big, yeah. Uh, real real lifestyle. Bro- you guys are really kind of like goop before that thing took off. Was There was sorry for your luck. Uh, big lifestyle brand. Uh, okay. All right. Well, good way to catch up after COVID and just see where we're at. So, yeah. So this is kind of going along the same lines of, Hey, we're all, you know, 10 years older. Uh, you know, we were, we used to be into stuff. Maybe things have changed. Uh, and, uh, and you kind of want to know where we are with it. Is that, am I right on this? Yep. Yeah. Okay. Why don't you guys kick it off? Give us uh, give me and Tony a chance to, to think, I mean, Tony, I don't know that Tony's ever abandoned a hobby fucking ever. I think he just adds new ones to the mix, but, uh, all right, go for it. Uh, well, I've got, I've got a couple of honorable mentions. The first one, I got I'm a little nervous about telling you guys about it, um, but uh, and I didn't have it on the list, but I'm going to throw it out there. And my first honorable mention is Vegas. Mm. Vegas. Yeah. Oh man, I guess controversial. Controversial. Uh, I think I know. might be in on that when I fucking live here. But yeah, used to you know listen to tons of Vegas podcasts. You know, look at the, the the news, read the news. Uh, the only Vegas news I've gotten in the last 10 years has been the last couple of months when Phobes has finally done his Vegas news. That's how much yeah. he's been into it. But, uh, so we we were there last last June. Actually, today is the day that I played that we played in the World Series, and I cashed, made the big score. And mm-hmm. then um, with that money, uh, I was like, oh, let me take the family back to Vegas. And, um, you know, we didn't do high, high roller stuff, but we did some stuff. We, uh, <laughs> look, before uh, you even go any further, Hey patch, he didn't do any high, high roller stuff. Uh, the, <laughs> the guy that was saying, we're getting two entrees for the table. All right. There's eight of us. One pitcher of margaritas should be fine. And don't, we're not getting a second. So ration. 
we went out for some meals. We had a, we got a cabana. We, you know, we, we went to a show and it was just everything just so fucking expensive. And the sure. people are just everywhere. I, I don't know. I, I'm an old grouchy man and uh, I don't like to go out of my house uh, yeah. because people are terrible and things are expensive. I don't know what to I, do. I'm on board. I think that's a great one. Yeah. God, I got to come back to that. I've been a couple of times true. since. Um, I'm certainly going less and less. My family and I were just there on spring break. And I mean, it was, yeah, it was kind of, it was fun and stuff, but, but man, just got murdered on dumb shit. My wife ordered a drink at the concert, $44. Oh yeah. Uh, oh yeah. We took, a, we took a, uh, an Uber from the Luxor to the win. Guess what that cost? Ooh, that's good. I mean, be- it's not that far. Oh, I'll tell you. I would tell you. We went from the wind to the Allegiant Stadium. It was like eleven dollars to get. Yeah, to the that concert. seems what, reasonable. Yeah. Guess what it was to come back. How many surges were you at? Oh, I, I, I didn't know until I was done. Gonna be at least thirty. It was several. Surge. I've got to say, let's go thirty-one dollars. Now, now, come on, way over. It's from say- a concert, it, guys. It's from a concert. From a concert on a Saturday night. Yeah, I think you're in for uh, for fifty. I'm going to say sixty two dollars. I think it was eighty three dollars. That's a lot listen, of. I'm not, it was it was like an, it was it was like an extra sixty five bucks or something. It was insane. I, I don't like ride sharing to begin with. Uh, I will only do it under protest. I hate it. Uh, there was one oh, time. It's really dead. Yeah. Yeah. There was one time that uh, me. And my wife and a couple of our friends were hanging out downtown and randomly walking down Fremont Street. We see E-double-A. Remember the E-double-A? That's fucking, yeah, he's there by himself. He's just walking, he's walking down Fremont Street alone with like a vape pen. And I'm like, I don't even fucking know you. And so anyway, we got all excited. Yeah, yeah, EAA, okay, Washington yeah. guy, yeah. Uh-huh. And so we're like, oh, well, you know, so we're like, huh, let, let's hang out, you know. And so we, uh, we decide we're going we're gonna to ride share back down kind of from Fremont Street to our, you know, side of town. We're going to go down to uh, um, the South Point. My wife likes to listen to the Spasmatics play, you know, uh, 80s and 90s cover band. Uh, I was going to do some gambling. So we all go down there and we didn't know there was like a big UFC fight going on. And I, I listen again, I don't ride share. I'm not privy to what surge pricing means, but I know when we got out of the car and looked at the phone, it was $128 and I couldn't even, couldn't even fully figure out what had happened. Uh, but I was real mad. God damn. Yeah. Um, but I have to say, I, I agree. I agree with you. I think Vegas is a young man's game. Nothing ever used to make me happier uh, than driving from Tucson into Vegas. And you finally get over that hill and you're driving in at night and the fucking, you know, the, the strip is lit up and there's just a level of excitement uh, that uh, that you'll never feel again. And I got to tell you, now everything that I used to love is a colossal nuisance to me. I hate it. I hate all the people. I hate the lights. I hate the traffic. All of it. The noise. I'm over all of it. And that being said, uh, Hawkeye Brad just got back from Vegas. And the trip that he put together for himself looked great. I mean, he's having breakfast in the conservatory. Uh, You know, great photo ops. Looks like he's eating great, having great drinks. So... Maybe we just need to 
get a uh, get a travel agent uh, or find out what his secrets are because uh, looked great on paper. Yeah, I didn't, right, see, the, I didn't see the bill. So that would have more. I don't know. Oh, it, that, they ain't giving that away. Uh, Tony, you got you got something to add to this part of it? Oh yeah, I don't know whether I've got any honorable mentions, so I'll I'll save myself for the real list. Okay. All right, let's go. Uh, let's go uh, to your number three, gentlemen. Whoever wants to start. Any other? Oh, hang on. I, I, I haven't even come close to naming off my honorable mentions, which are oh, several. For fuck's let me sake. just, let me just I, run through them quick. <laughs> All right. Jesus uh, I'll be back in five. Uh, let me. I'll go. I'll go through these quick. Uh, yeah. Fantasy sports dead to me. I'm never doing that again. I uh, love that one. That's a great one. Golf. I got off golf. That's great. Oh never man, played. golf is the fucking worst. One of the best things I've ever did. Quit that. Uh, running when I PA first started, I was still I ran the Vegas Marathon. Dead to me. Don't run anymore. <laughs> Good. Um, one that's going to hurt you guys' feelings a little bit. Uh, barbecue and sous vide. Like I, I quit eating meat. So uh, yeah. I, I mean, we were. I was really into it. We were, I, we were watching training videos, listening to Tony get get sous vide tips, barbecue tips, and uh, yeah, that one's really a uh, really dropped it out yeah. on my radar. That's my other. That's my other honorable mention. And. Uh, yeah, Pat, Patch is doing way better than me, uh, but I've really tried to cut uh, red meat out of my life uh last three years. And so, yeah, uh, really only sous vide, like, around holidays, really, for a couple of years. <laughs> really, just once, once, or, once or twice a week, that's it. I really can't, I can't be bothered to sous vide much more than that. <laughs> okay, these are good ones. These are actually, these are some good ones, uh, Patch. All right, we can we can go into our number threes. You want to go into number three? And I have to say, by the way, of all of those fantasy sports, a million percent agree. I'm fucking done with it. It's uh, especially if you get like football's one thing. I still don't do football, but at least that's one thing. You get into like fantasy baseball or fucking shit that happens every day. I'm sorry, am I working full time for the Mariners organization? Like I shouldn't be putting lineups together. (laughs) It's so dumb. I mean, uh, I, I didn't fill out a, I didn't fill out an NCAA bracket this year. Felt great. I mean, it felt like yeah. free. You're free. Own. Oh, yeah, it's so much better. It's the best. Good. All right. Uh, well, my number three. I mean, all these are kind of sad, but number three is something that I didn't really mean to give up, and I really keep telling myself I'm gonna go do it every week. I'm like, okay, well, today I'm gonna go do it. Um, but that is. Cycling. That one That one's hurt yeah. my feelings the most. Yeah. That was a life is. dude. That was a that was a lifestyle for you. Yeah. You're involved with butt pace, you're fucking spread eagle on sides of roads, everyone's seen your taint, and now you just don't even do it anymore. So we went on a great trip two years ago and uh uh like hundred miles picked me up. We drove to Spokane, stayed the night oh, in Spokane, yeah. did a ride like from Spokane into Idaho and back. That was great. Drove to Montana, um, did a couple rides. And the last day in the middle of the night, I woke up and my gallbladder was uh, just, uh, what do you call it? Inflamed. It was grouchy. Uh, he, he barely got me home, pushed me out of the car. Uh, when my wife was there to pick me up, and yeah, I went home. And a, my gallbladder. <laughs> doctor's orders, get the fuck out of my car. <laughs> Something gross happens. And <laughs> was in the good. hospital for several days. I mean, after that surgery, so drains, all kinds a couple of times since that, but, but yeah, just really have not been able to get back into it. Okay, that's a solid three. All right, go ahead, Patch. What's your number three? 
my number three, soccer. Man, I was really – Ken kind of got me into mm. soccer. I mean, shit, I had yeah. season tickets to the Sounders. We were following the – I mean, I watched the World Cup and stuff, but, I mean, I don't uh, – Man, I just don't give a shit anymore. Don't fucking care at all. <laughs> Getting up early, yeah. watching watching games oh. on Saturday, like six a.m. You're watching a game in England. Watching Premier doing? League stuff, following the the tables. Yeah. Okay. Soccer. What about really? What about you, Tim? I got into it for a split second thanks to one of these two gentlemen um, sitting opposite us in the virtual world, and that is collecting cards. I didn't get into. The real cards, I got into the virtual cards, which are nonsense, by the way. Oh, Trump cards? NFTs, huh? NFTs. Non- Fucking NFT. NFT game. Yeah. For a, Jesus Christ. For a hot second. The company that actually does the NBA cards, great name, by the way, they use a company called Dapper. So, yeah. Ah. <laughs> nice. Dapper. Yeah. So I like that. Falling right off the bandwagon. I'm not even sure whether Patch is still... As big into collecting cards, I know he's hit a couple of big Lewis Hamiltons lately, but I'm still on the cards of less than before, but but I'm still hitting them pretty good. Real ones, the NFTs and the Top Shot and all that stuff. I've really, I gotta, I gotta tell you, the fact that uh, sports cards had this resurgence after the whole world knew. Like the 80s proved it was the biggest scam on the planet, right? It was proven. We didn't have to, we don't have to go. I got three binders in my fucking car. I got, I got tops, 86 to 88. Anybody who wants them, swing by and get them because I can't seem to throw them away. We knew it was a scam. And then one generation, half a generation passed and everyone's like, you guys, you guys into the sports card things? I hear they're worth millions. Well, Patch, what's your biggest pull? Just value-wise that you've had graded didn't you oh, have- probably that Lewis Hamilton auto card. That's probably that's probably worth like fifteen k. I got several cards over five thousand. I would say. Okay. Well, I'm sure he'll be <laughs> selling those for five thousand any day now. I'm I, sure they'll be worth. I, yeah. Yeah. Watch probably- out. There, there's your retirement plan. Yeah. Uh, that's what I used to tell my mom when I would spend every dollar I got for Christmas on a on another fucking box of upper decks. Brian, um, what's your number three? That, that, that 92 Fleer series is about to just oh, explode any moment I got a lot of those, got a lot of those right, too. Right when the card boom happened, I sent off just a shit ton of uh, uh, these early 90s upper deck basketball. I had oh. fucking Dikemi Matumbo rookies, all the, you know, all these Jordan cards. It yeah. just took a fucking absolute shit bath. Off I got, uh, I got, like a, I got a Tom getting graded. They're worthless. Yeah, I got a, I got a Tom Gugliata. I'm going to be uh, selling off any moment now to put my kids through college. Uh, all right, number three. Oddly enough, because you guys were just talking about it, it's poker for me. I, I just, I can't do it. It's the, it's the time. I still like to gamble. I still bet sports and uh, you know, a stu- you know, stupidly, but. There's something about like, like I don't go play blackjack every now and then me and Griff every couple of weeks. We'll, you know, duck out of work a little early, go play, go play some cards. But, uh, you know, it's, it's an hour and I'm out. You're, when you're getting involved in poker, like you're, you're, that's a fucking commitment. I'm, I'm hanging in here for a while. And I got to tell you, I went and I played, um, South Point has, they actually expanded their poker room where everyone else was shutting it down. South Point actually doubled down on their poker room. It's a pretty good scene over there. Uh, they, you know, I played a, like a 6 p.m. tournament one time and then about a month or two later played in a cash game 
And uh, I think the tournament, I busted out two before the bubble. The cash game, I think I was there, I don't know how many hours. I think I was either up or down $60. And I'm like, the fuck am I even doing? Well, like, you just this took forever. And I got nowhere. <laughs> like, so I'm, I'm out. I, I just can't. I can't do it. I'm, I'm out on well, poker. We might be able to suck you back in. I think you're part of the wrong game. You just need to be part of a game. You, first of all, yeah, go find. That, that's how they sold. Too high stakes. You got to get into this 25 cent. <laughs> yeah, that's how they sold crack back in the 80s, Tony. I don't don't get me in for free the first time. Absolutely not. All right, go ahead, guys. Number two. Well, you didn't sink my battle shot, but you uh, you did you did make a hit. So. Uh, number two is. Uh, God, back in the 90s, I was just the biggest fan. I would uh, record it, avoid spoilers. A little bit easier to avoid spoilers back then, but you have to get a VHS tape. You got to make sure the TV's changed the channel. Spoilers? The Where are you getting turned on? And that's NASCAR. Yeah. I was a huge NASCAR guy. I didn't know that. That's oh, yeah. some fucking dark shit. Kenny's been keeping under yeah. the rug. Yeah, what killed it, Coward so tomorrow? Work Sundays, and so I'd have to have to avoid, you know, avoid listening. Couldn't read the paper, you know, no really internet back then. But uh, yeah, get on, and I would get on the VCR and fast forward through it. Oh, loved yeah. it! Wow. I'm going to take a guess. Big Kenny Schrader fan, right there. No, no, he didn't like Kenny Schrader. I liked, um, I liked Ernie Irvin. Uh, was oh. my guy. Yeah, good uh, dude. Bill Elliott, of course. Million you know, dollar bill. And, you know, and, and then there was a McDonald's car. Love that. Had all had. I had. Of course. Uh, my my shoes that I wore for work were McDonald's racing shoes. Nice, <laughs> uh, <laughs> dude. They had the McDonald's this is racing a nightmare logo, logo on it, and then the bottoms were like a tire tire tread. Oh, it kicked ass. Loved it. Racing I love when you get a white gym out of nowhere. Yeah, boy, did not see oh. that coming. I feel like, yeah, he's been sitting on that one for a while. That's solid. Uh, all right, Patrick. Now, we've been getting into F1, so Tony got us into F1, so I'm, I'm yeah. pretty much as deep into that one as I ever was in NASCAR because there's, you know, social media and... and uh, I mean, I like that. Don't change your list. The, the uh, You know, I, when I designed it, I was kind of thinking the sorry for your luck lifestyle, so that's why mine are a little more recent or a little recent, you know... Oh. Decency bias, but my number two, uh, beards, beards, um, <laughs> uh, and grooming like cool, cool barbershop. But clearly I haven't, I haven't cut my hair in three years. Right. So COVID okay. happened. I had to, you know, before I would, I was pretty meticulous. I would start growing a beard on April 1st, or I mean, I would cut it off on April 1st. I would grow it again on uh, October 1st. So six months on six months off really into the tools uh, the oils, uh, you know, go get it trimmed professionally, you know, lots of products in the hair. Uh, Ken and I were really into those different brushes. Um, so yeah, I've abandoned all that, right. I just, I, I shave every couple of, I don't know, once or twice a week. And then I just don't cut my hair anymore. And so I just got to wear a mask at work and I just tie my hair up under a, a stupid surgical cap and that's I'm good to go. It has changed my life. Yeah. Saving tons of money. Uh, my my prep work before for four I'll go into Lewis. I'll go into Lewis Hamilton card breaks, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, congrats. That COVID happened. He shaved. He shaved his head, and he was, and then he was, you know, immediately mad about it. And uh, yeah, that that took him to never cutting his hair ever again. I used to okay. do that, like when I was a resident. It was it was really. I bought a. It's really, I mean, you're up all the time or the hospital constantly. Um, I bought a clipper at Kmart for $9 and I 
buzzed my head for probably five years. I got out of thing, just would cut it on a one and uh, was fucking great. I loved it for a long, I was right, right kind of when Fight Club came out, it was best. And, and then I really adopted that lifestyle for a long time. <laughs> That's <laughs> oh, great. All right, all right. So it's a uh, facial hair grooming for uh, for Patrick number two. What about you, Joe number two? Mine, I think Kenny mentioned earlier. It's Suvine. I haven't done it in years. I was one of the oh, first man. ones to get into it. Yeah, haven't touched it the in first years. One. You invented it. Yeah, I know. I'm thinking about <laughs> getting back into it. I hear good things about it. Um, Kenny's always sending me videos on this Gaja or Guga, whatever. Oh, Guga, the best. Yeah, Mom, yeah, yeah, too, yeah. yeah, real fat guy. Just all he eats is meat all the time. Um, yeah, love the technique. That's weird because Joe Rogan says that that's how you become super skinny. You're telling me a big fat guy that he just eats meat all the time? It doesn't sound right, but okay. Yeah, you, need, Rogan, to, you need to have a side of human growth hormone to get the Joe Rogan body. You might be right. But, uh, yeah. Um, You'll love it, but haven't done it in ages. Brian, what's your number two? My number two, and I'll, I'll tie it in. All right, so if you were originally thinking uh, sorry for your luck lifestyle brand, I'll tie my number two into a sorry for your luck lifestyle. I am okay. all out on uh, on the sorry for your luck, uh, very feminine sugary alcoholic drinks. I'm out. <laughs> Malibu out. is not a part of my life anymore. Oh, uh, wow. Do not bring me, don't bring me a daiquiri whipped up to the moon. I'm not interested. In fact, uh, I got, uh, I got very into the whole cocktail lifestyle for a while during COVID. That was a healthy thing that I was doing. I, uh, my wife got me this, like, uh, this app with a whole bartending kit and I'm buying shit and I'm making cocktails. Uh, now I'm just drinking bourbon out of a glass. So that's where I've gotten in my, in my, uh, cocktailing lifestyle. Not even ice, just straight warm bourbon. Uh, yeah, no, this is straight warm bourbon. There's an orange in there because uh, scurvy. But other than that, oh, uh, what kind of bourbon do you have? Uh, so this is this is actually Buffalo Trace that uh, I'm drinking today. My favorite That's is. Uh, is I mean, you know, get, Ken and I are heavy into the bourbons for a while. That's dead to me for years. Doing that too. Yikes. Well, all right, yeah. guys. Clearly, you've really cleaned things up. All right. Mm-hmm. Uh, go ahead. Number number one. Uh I, I, I like to send my wife, well, I, back on the bourbon. So I, I like to send my wife videos sometimes to, to prove to her that she's, it could be a lot worse living with me. And one I sent her the other day was, That's good. Uh, you know, a lot of them are golf related. Like the guys playing golf six, seven hours, you know, a, a, a week. Golf sucks. I, we can all agree about that. But uh, yeah, I'm fine with that. The one I sent her the last week was this guy videotaping a walk through his house. And he was just whiskey bottles full bourbon bottles everywhere he's like i have fourteen thousand bourbon bottles and eight percent are scotch and just up the stairs just into each room it was oh it was great so honey here look look yeah you got a red you know what that's actually a that's kind of a power move that i'm considering adopting is anytime i see some dude just being a fucking ridiculous person. I'll just do that. I'll just pick a quick screenshot that, text it over to the wife, and be like, just hey. just a quick reminder of what's out there. All right? You yeah, want to be the on. bourbon guy? Yeah. I don't even own a PlayStation. This guy broke a $30,000 TV because he lost a pretend race. Uh, <laughs> so Kenny, Kenny's not call. the bourbon guy, but he is the Coke Starlight guy. That guy is into all the different oh, flavors oh, of oh. Coke and shit. It's unbelievable. Um. Sweet drinks, sir. I mean, that was a little bit out of line. Those are still fantastic. (laughs) Okay, enjoy them. I'm telling you, I'm out. 
I'm telling you, I'm out. Like, nothing was ever around. nothing was ever better than when we're at uh, the the infamous Delmonico's uh, uh, steakhouse, uh, where where train fan falls asleep in the salad when Patch leans over to the waitress, orders Ken. A, we're all getting martinis. It's a steakhouse. We're trying to be classy. He whispers into the waitress's ear that Ken wants a strawberry daiquiri blended. And just double whip on that thing if you could. And Ken had no idea until they placed it in front of him. Everyone else has a dirty martini, and Ken's got this giant pink fucking whipped cream filled and glass. You should have seen his eyes light up. Oh, and he was ex- drained it, by the way. He wasn't even mad. Uh, all right, guys, uh, let's do it. Let's, uh, let's get back into number ones. All right, my number one, poker-related. There's nothing in my life that I've been more into or spent more hours doing, and I've only done it once in the past three years, uh, is playing poker at the Red Rooster. (laughs) Oh, Oh, wow. That was your whole deal for a while. Every Friday, every Saturday, sometimes Sundays, uh, for a decade at least. uh, was my second home, my second job, uh, knew everybody, uh, ran the game, made millions, of course, and of course. Uh, right. just, just gave it up. Now, uh, wow. I went, you know, it well, was COVID related, of course. Yeah. Uh, but I went back uh, a couple of months ago, huh, let me go try it. And, uh, oh, they, they got, well, they're under new ownership, which is Ooh. part of the problem. Mm-hmm. Uh they're playing with with paper bicycle club cards, terrible what? cards. Uh, the chairs are like the worst folded chairs you've ever you've ever seen. Uh, the building and the table and and everything uh, is uh, considerably worse. I don't know how that's possible. Really? That's and weird that because I mean, you, you tell me you're going to a place called the Red Rooster. I immediately ex- just. Envision something pretty plush, but you're telling me that's not the case. Okay. Oh, so okay. yeah, it's been, uh, yeah. I, I just figured. I just found out that uh, eight thirty on a Friday night. I'd rather just go to bed. Well, but does this have something like to do with you're probably not as welcome as you once were at the Red Rooster? Because of course you were a part of the creation of one of the greatest poker games ever, Texas Twenty, at the opposition to the Red Rooster in town. Maybe well, that has something uh-huh. to do with it. Oh, I didn't know that there was a fucking bidding. I didn't know that there was a bidding war for fucking Y2K's business. That's, uh, oh man, the best dealer in the 509. Oh, yeah. The only person I can't imagine anything I would hate more than a 20 handed poker game. Literally sounds like the worst thing that's ever existed. It was going to, yes, uh, sweep the nation and uh, every casino nope. was going to have it, according to this guy. But uh, it didn't work out. <laughs> according to the guy who built the extra long table. Yeah. Uh, all right, Patch, what's your number one, man? Uh, I can't believe this hasn't come through to anybody but me. Number one, easily, far and away, uh, podcasting slash content creation. <laughs> I mean... <laughs> Sorry, luck brand is really falling off the map. Sure, I feel like video lives. They haven't been one in decades. Yeah, uh, yeah. Really Tough lost break, my man. creative outlet. The world, the see, world is uh, is sorrier for it. I see some of the posts, like in Facebook. I get, I, I rarely post on Facebook anymore, but I see posts that that I do. Sometimes they'll be like ten years old, and just just nonsense that I posted. Like, what am I? What's that guy? 
But in the moment, you were just like, watch this light the world on oh. fire. <laughs> oh, yeah, that was great. Yeah. Now he spends all the time Go ahead, on Sealer's neighborhood Facebook page. For me, it's a pretty specific one. It's homebrewing. Don't do any homebrewing. Oh, these man. Days. Homebrew? Thank God. Yeah. Yeah, Jesus. Finally. I, I, I do um, help out professionally brewing, so that's really homebrewing's taken yeah, a Yeah, turning pro. I don't know if turning pro is giving up. Well, I guess it's not a hobby anymore if you're. If, if I'm you're getting a, paid, I don't think it's a hobby. Yeah. You say so, Tony. All right. My number one. <laughs> do something you love, you'll never work a day in your life. This is my number one hobby of trying to become a, a stand up comedian. If we're going to use that How as a. How dare you? How dare you? I was twice the comic than you were a brewer. Get my lawyer in. All right. Uh, my number one, and this is not something that I have given up, but I have uh, phased way down in my life. Is it the use of the head honcho? Jerking off. Yeah, you're not wrong. Jerking off. It was my Come favorite on. thing to do. I'm Listen, I'm still in it. I'm still in the game, but it was, boy, first of all, back in the TAI days, anytime you ever listened to a TAI show, the original <laughs> version, know that the second that show was over, I immediately jerked off. Immediately. We used to record later. It was 8.30 at night. We would start our recordings back then. Uh, everyone in the house would be asleep. 100% conversion rate on all 800 shows. <laughs> Did I? I jerked. I mean, it was, it was, you want to talk about a lifestyle. That was a lifestyle. Now, I mean, listen, when the mood strikes me, if I'm feeling romantic, I'll get involved. But you guys ever, uh, like, try and talk yourself into it? You're like, I don't even really kind of want to, but it's, I'm home alone and... It seems like a waste to not like, should we, you're, you're giving it a pep talk. Like you, you up for this. If I'm up for this, like, are we going to get in this thing together or what? Uh, it's just, yeah, it's bitter. not, it's not a passion. It's not a passion for me anymore. It's strictly medicinal at this point. I'm doing it just when I need to get that poison out. That's, that's all. You gotta, you gotta pump those numbers up. Those are Ricky numbers. <laughs> Or how about this? All right. I'm just going to throw this one. You ever, uh, you guys are in your fifties. So I'm really hoping one of you two can, uh, can join me on this. You ever just give up in the middle? You ever, you ever just start going and then being like, I, I'm not actually even really into this. And then just stop. An abortion. Yeah. Uh, abort it. Yeah. I've done Is that, that even legal in most <laughs> Thank states? God. I, I had, I had a feeling, I had a feeling Kenny would, would be on board with it. Not like you got interrupted or something. You're just like, eh. Yeah, I'm just like, what am I doing? What am I, I, even really, yeah, I don't even really want to do this right doing? now. Yeah. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put this thing away. Maybe we'll revisit later. But uh, this is, I don't even, I'm not even into this right now. My heart's not in it. Is that even medically sound to do? It doesn't sound right. Yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> I'm sure. Uh, that, right. Is that what you've been telling yourself, Tony? That you're fucking... <laughs> That you're doing the fucking uh, the, the Lord's work, just is strictly medicinal. This is, this is similar, and I should know the answer to this because, and I, you know, I have some business, medical sure. experience. But you guys sure. ever take a leak and then stop it, stop it halfway through, like pinch it off? Like, oh, I don't know how people yeah, do yeah. that. It's hard enough giving you know, you I don't care for, I didn't think that was possible. But I was I was taking a long leak the other day, trauma or code blue or something. And I come you pinched it and in, left a couple. No, I finish every time, right? Oh, my partner's okay. like, you pinch it off and come out here? It's like, what? How do I do that? No. I didn't think that was possible. I mean, I've had to stop it in my life 
But then I immediately like, you know, you, you, you pinch it off cause you're, you're pissing with the door open and like a kid comes rolling in oh, or something yeah, like, that. like that, that I've done, but then I immediately like, go not, back not and finish. Yeah. I don't, go back I don't stop and go do my job for four no. hours. <laughs> no, that's crazy. Oh, that's that crazy. is crazy. Yeah. I feel like I don't think it's, uh, I mean, once your bladder starts, you know, it's a muscle, right? It starts contracting. You can't stop it, right? It's, it's, it's over by that time. Well, the, that's the good to of, know. I'm going to, the amount of time doctor says. during our poker games, I think he's like got like a Morse code situation happening with his pee, but the, the pauses in between his Morse code um, is getting longer because those pees during poker take hours. When he's away from the screen. Who's that? Me? Yes, you. Oh yeah, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta take a leak. Yeah, nothing better than taking. That's, that's one lifestyle Ken will never abort is taking <laughs> way more leaks. leaks than anybody else on the planet. <laughs> that goes like every eight minutes, day and night. Right, listen, listen, guys, let's get into it. Uh, one, of, one of the big reasons you're here today is uh, we are, uh, we are almost at the mid-year. Uh, we relaunched in January. We're now in June, and uh, we figured it's time for uh, Sorry for Your Luck to pop in and give us a mid-year performance review. Kind of call us in the office, let us know how things have been going. Uh, can I be? I'm gonna let. I'm not, all right. I'm gonna just go first quickly, and then I'll let Ken really do it because I wasn't. I was like, I'm not doing that. But I, I did. I did. Uh, uh, yeah, I was like, yeah, yes. That's one nice thing. Once you get older, like, all right, I'm not, I'm not doing. I'm not doing it. Not give a shit. Yeah, I did come up. I meant to bring it up last show. I came up with this idea, and it's fucking brilliant. Kind of ties into my number one. Um, so how I'm going to get out of medicine? I'm going to retire early. I got an idea for a new website. It's uh, it's IMDb for terrible podcasts, and I'm going to call it that too. Uh, You two are going to be the. You two are the. uh, Yeah, the uh, Scorsese and Coppola of my my new adventure. Uh, listen, it's oh, an yeah, honor to be nominated. Name in, it gives you all the. Yeah, I, I mean, Tony's going to have his, his list of credits is going to be extensive. Yeah, that's a lifetime oh, achievement award. Yeah, that'd be great. Hey, Brian's early days. He was he was the Danny Trejo. I was he involved. Was, you were in everything. I was a Samuel L. Jackson if uh, of uh, of the MSR network. You needed to fill in. Fucking this guy's there. Don't you worry about it. Red Sox, absolutely. Never watched a Red Sox game in my life. I'll fill in. Uh, all right. Well, then, Kenny, are you are you ready to give us a performance well, review? I know you are. You look like you have a spreadsheet. Well, put your glasses. I, I am using, I am using uh, uh, the computer. And uh, when Patch told me he's not doing it, I thought, well, geez, what am I going to do? And then I thought, yeah. you know, maybe what we should do is we should ask Joshua. And of oh, course, boy. Joshua used to only be, you know, he would he would read things back to you. But now he's lost his voice, but he's gained the entire intelligence of the internet, and now he's Chat GPT. So I think what we should do is ask Chat GPT for a review of the Las Vegas podcast. And I've been trying this is, different ways. This is honestly a pretty solid him. idea. I got to give this to you. This is pretty good. All right, now, I'm into so I've been it. trying different ways, and, and you know, once you start a chat with her, I call oh, her. We, her. You know, it's Joshua. I call it a her. Uh, Non-binary, She'll kind of learn what you're asking and, and kind of make up things. And so um, I started asking, you know, write me a review. And, uh, <laughs> okay, so write, you know, write me a review for iTunes. And uh, it says, uh, get ready for a side-splitting adventure with This Ain't Iowa. Mm. Mark and Jess. What? Uh, we can definitely guess in this podcast. situation. Yeah. Probably that just. deliver a great time with their witty, witty, witty banner, 
banter and hilarious anecdotes. They take on you. They take you through a wild ride through pop culture, current events, and everything in between. It's like a comedy club in your pocket. That's so actually thought, well, really good. That's the nicest yeah. thing anyone's ever said about this podcast. And I thought, well, she's kind of off base here, so I, I don't know that that's necessarily right. Uh, so then I asked her for some bullet points, and she's she, again talking about Mark and Jess, whoever the fuck that is. Uh, top-notch production quality with clear audio and well-edited episodes. That's bullshit. Yeah, no, I missed um, that one. Perfect podcast for laughter therapy and a great pick-me-up. Therapy, yes. Clearly. Uh, sure. So, so finally, I kind of tried to filter her down. Okay, just give me some categories that we can talk about here. So uh, here's a category she says that you should rate the This Ain't Iowa Las Vegas podcast on. Um, well, the, the Las Vegas podcast for the interdegenerate. Here's the categories. Unfiltered stories. A great Las okay. Vegas podcast for the intergenerate should be unapologetically raw and uncensored. Listeners want to hear wild, outrageous, sometimes scandalous stories that capture the true essence of the city's debauchery. Okay, I think we nailed that. Yeah. yeah. I mean, not okay. this version, yeah. but the first one, yeah. <laughs> so I think... All right. Uh, we're we're killing know, it. Un- that's, my, that's my takeaway. Pretty good. You know, it's, it's not... We're not to the level that the old show is yet, but, you know, that took... Many we're years. Building. Like, hang we're on, building. hang on. I just want to give it a try for a couple of extra bonus points. They're not sexy, unfiltered stories, but they are unfiltered. How many other podcasts do you hear about, like pinching off pee? That is unfiltered. It's the very definition. And also, maybe some things need. Maybe a filter wouldn't be the worst idea. I think is the takeaway from that example. But uh, all right, all right, okay. Number number two. Insider knowledge, providing insider tips, hidden gems, and little-known secrets about Las Vegas that can greatly enhance oh. the podcast appeal. Well, Sharing well, information we have that? clubs, casinos, shows, and unconventional experiences give listeners an edge in exploring the city's underbelly. Well, clearly Perfect. that's all phobes, right? Oh, yeah, that's Vegas news. So we got to say one goat. Doing, you know, the car for your luck scale is one, is one to four goats, so I think we're going to go one goat there. Okay, hey, fair enough. I don't take offense to that at all. That's uh, I was like, Phobes is really dropping the ball. All right, go ahead. Uh, engaging hosts. The podcast host should have firsthand experience and deep passion for goats. Las Vegas's darker side. <laughs> they should exclude an unapologetic, rebellious spirit and be relatable to the inner degenerate audience, making them feel like they're part of the wild escapades. <laughs> <laughs> well, they are. Absolutely. Absolutely. It doesn't get much more wilder than this escapade where I, it's almost 830 and I'm furious. Uh, <laughs> well, I think, you know, uh, engaging host, of course, Brian. Clear. I give him Clearly. many goats. Uh, very engaged. AKA Jess. But yeah, go ahead. Do I get a single uh, goat? Tony, I, I think Tony compared to Tony from version one, Tony version two, I think is much improved. Uh, I enjoy hearing Tony every week, which uh, mm. is a nice turn. Curveball. I'm shocked. I mean, I mean, it's probably practice. I mean, talk about getting your reps up. <laughs> you guys on the air all the time. <laughs> Internet's got so much Tony. <laughs> uh, let's see. Number four. Uh, I'm not going to go through all of these. Let's, let's do this. One. Okay, so guest interviews. Inviting guests who have lived the Las Vegas lifestyle or have fascinating stories to share can add depth and variety to the podcast. 
From casino employees and performers to party goers and locals, guest interviews sure. offer unique perspectives and enhance the overall entertainment value. Totally agree. You guys so, met that amazing rando? Or? Who have we had? I can remember rando and Phobes. That's who it, right? Rando oh, and Spoon, was on. Spoon was a great episode. Spoon, Spoon the Spoon. Yeah, yeah, see, Spoon. we're killing it. We're killing it with guests. Y2K? You guys have been on twice. We're only on episode 15, so things are going good in the guest department. Yeah, uh, <laughs> uh, uh, humor and irreverence. Injecting humor and a healthy dose of irreverence into the podcast can elevate the entertainment factor. Las Vegas is known for its over-the-top nature, and the podcast should reflect that through clever jokes, nope. sarcastic commentary, and nope. a playful tone. No. I got to tell you, Zero. this chat GPT is going to take all of our jobs. <laughs> this thing is... I think that they have more examples than we've had episodes of TAI. This thing is fucking, like, it went deep. I mean, it, granted, it's said the same. All four have been exactly the same <laughs> the same thing, but uh, uh, it's all right. Still, it's pretty good for a fucking computer. Sounds like right, you guys are really helping. the last element that makes yeah. the, uh, the... Last one, the, give it to me. TAI podcast... Uh, uh, We're nailing it. it. But, yeah. Interactive element. Incorporating an interactive element such as answering listener questions, conducting Las Vegas-related challenges, or sharing user-submitted stories can create a sense of community and engagement among listeners. It allows them to actively participate in the degenerate journey. Discord Perfect. right there, man. Discord. Yeah, that's yeah. it. We're 100%. And I heard from folks during the poker match that apparently Tycon's back on. First I'm hearing about it, but from Phobes, it's back on. Phobes? I don't know that Tycon ever stopped for Phobes. Uh, sounds like Phobes has been living Tycon for the last 10 years. Every three to four weeks, he has his own Tycon. Somebody comes to town and just throws a bunch of money at him. He's drinking. He's eating crayons. He, whatever you need him to do, he'll do it. There was never a, there was never a Tycon break for Phobes. God bless him. Uh, all right, listen, thank you very much. Clearly, Tony, you and I are uh, we're getting that 5% max out raise. Um, let's, uh, let, let, as we wrap it up, we actually had a, uh, a specific request for both of you guys. Now, Patch, mm. I kind of, I kind of told you what yours was. We had a request for maybe one or two of your favorite, uh, tales from the ER over the last 10 years. Kenny, I didn't, uh, I didn't tell you yours yet, but uh, you got your phone in front of you? Oh uh, yeah. Here I'm we gonna, go. I, I, I don't want to say yeah, it because it's, it's such a, uh, it, the only way to say it would be sinking it. So I'm just going to text you real quick and let you know what story was specifically requested that you tell. Go ahead, Patch. While uh, while, while I while I get this, why don't you give us a couple of your your, your top faves? Uh, all right. Well, well, you know, as as a you know, this is going to sound like a celebrity fucking beef or something. You probably get this too, Brian. But when people find out you're a comedian, what do they say? Oh, hey, tell me something funny. Fucking jump yeah. monkey. Tell me all a joke. All the time. Of course. Fucking sucks, right? It's the worst, right? And. uh it, it, this has changed. Like I, I go to work mostly for the stories. Um, I still <laughs> like them, um, but you know, I don't, I don't try to punish people with them or, or give them all the time. And I hate, I mean, one of my least favorite things is when someone says, Oh, you're near a, tell me the craziest thing you've ever seen. And like, you just, I don't know how to answer that, but yeah. I got the perfect answer. And uh, I did it. Uh, I've been doing it now for a couple of years. And the first time I would go to this coffee stand, it's kind of, you drive up, there's like four girls that work in there and it's kind of like a shed thing. So they can all kind of hear you and things like that. And I'm wearing my scrubs and they, they knew what I was doing. 
And one day, one woman was like, you work in the ER? What's the craziest thing? Sure. So I finally, I got to try out my line. And, I, and now what I just say, as I said, once I saw a baby get shot with a crossbow. <laughs> now that's not really true, but it's not not true. And <laughs> boy, you want to talk about you want to talk about a sentence that will stop a conversation in its tracks. That's and the that's just, the sentence. Like one girl was like dropped the cup and they all look at me real scared. And one said, "Was the baby okay?" I said, "No, the baby wasn't okay. <laughs> it's a crossbow." And, a and they never—they've never hassled me again. Um, I, love I tried it this. again about a couple of months ago. It is the best. It just ends the conversation. Oh, you know what? So you can borrow uh, that. That's great. I was going to say. Next time someone asks me to tell them a joke, I don't know that that exact same line isn't going to work for me too. Yes, I was like, yeah, I was like, pull out some real terrible nine eleven joke yeah. or Holocaust, maybe with a crossbow. I'm just going to use that. Use the crossbow. Yeah, don't reinvent the wheel. That, that one's great. Oh, thanks. That's good. Now I remember back back in the day, you used to say that a uh, if if you could make it through a whole shift, you would call it a perfect game if you didn't have to get in anyone's asshole or anyone's vag. Is that still true, or have you oh. found that asshole and vag stuff has uh, has kind of diminished over the years? No, no, um, <laughs> it's better than ever. <laughs> business is good. Oh man, dude! If I try to do the uh, like Brian asking me how many times I've put my finger in somebody's asshole. Uh, how many times do you think you put your finger in someone's asshole? I stopped counting at a thousand. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Can you tell me something in the last ten years that you've pulled out of a hole that uh, that 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 even you were like, huh? All right. Uh, curling iron is pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ! You know how curling deep a curling was... iron's got to get in there? A curling iron. It was kind of taped up with uh, with duct tape. Uh, I don't know what the the best part of that case by far, I don't remember when it was exactly, but it was on New Year's Eve. It was the very first new patient of the new year. It was like January 1 at midnight, 01. Uh, the, uh, <laughs> and did they I need mean, to go really, to the ER really because, the because it got too deep? Like they went all the way in with the fucking either the clippy thing and everything? Like uh, The person had cut the cord off. Um, so that would have been real helpful just to jerk it back out. I mean, that's rule yeah. number one, right? Leave, leave the cord on. Leave it's the right cord there. on. Yeah, yeah. Like I always say, always have a flange. You got to have. That's, <laughs> there's so many just rookie mistakes. And I think it had like, uh, yeah, it seemed it seemed like not the right weapon to use. Uh, <laughs> but the thing that boggles my but, mind is the great the, 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 My favorite up. part. My favorite part of of one of those is I'll always ask the person if they want it back. And they usually say no, and then I and then I throw it away, and then I try to have them discharge as fast as possible so we can all rush in there and take pictures of the eye. <laughs> That's incredible. Uh, all right, uh, Kenny, did you check your phone? Did you see the story that was requested from you? Yeah, I did, and uh, I want to ask you guys one thing first, uh, the kind of related to our top three list, and then I'll get to that one because I can't do. I can't do this question after I do that question, but, and this may be a question for phobes, but, uh, you know, before TAI, I was a staunch conservative and then, uh, Tommy Dutch turned me into a bleeding heart liberal and, uh, I've never looked back. Uh, it's definitely the right side, you know, on the right side of history, mm -hmm. but, um, 
why the fuck are things so expensive? And am I allowed to complain about it? Because fucking, yeah, what is going yeah. on? You know, yeah, no, forty-four dollar drink at the at the concert. Yes, uh, I think you can. Yes. Yeah, I think you can still bitch about that. Sure, you can be a liberal and still bitch about how things are expensive. Uh, I don't that, think that's a problem. No conflict of interest yeah, there. That goes hand in hand because the rich are just getting richer. The Koch brothers, oh, Koch, oh, Koch brothers. That's I the move. Say. Yeah, that's the move. These these fucking oil, these Saudi oil barons, they're the ones that are fucking you at the pump. Yeah, I like it. (laughs) Okay, great. Well, I I knew I came to the right place because I've been been really conflicted about it. No, you're fine. Uh, uh, Okay, so there's another thing that we gave up. You know, Patch mentioned soccer, but uh, uh, we were super into soccer. Kids played soccer. It was club soccer. So we're, you know, you, you got a game in town this week. Next week, it's it's halfway across the state. So it's a lot of trips overnight, staying in hotels. Um, all women in my family, of course. So uh, when typically I get up in the morning, get dressed, I'm ready to go. I'm, I'm going to go down and hit the breakfast buffet. I'm not waiting for these jokers to get their hair done, get dressed. You know, they're you know, not even out of bed. So it's a good opportunity to go down. Uh, get yourself some uh, some pancakes out of the pancake machine, a nice cup of coffee. Sit there and, and have ten minutes to uh, before the day of, you know, sit could be out in the rain, the sun, you know, women yelling about kick, kick, kick it. Ah, <laughs> uh, so uh, one of those mornings I was there and uh, just kind of had gotten my breakfast and was just kind of relaxing, kind of eating. And, uh, you know, it's early in the morning, so maybe I was a, still a little sleepy. But uh, uh, look over, and there's a, a, a young lady that gets in line uh, uh, at the pancake machine, and she's mixing herself up a couple pancakes. And, mm-hmm. oh, she was cute. Uh, hey, what do we got here? here? From the back. And uh, take a sip of coffee or whatever. And, uh, <laughs> you know, and then that person, then she sits down at my table, and it's my daughter. I'm like, ah. Oh. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> Kenny checked out his stuff. It's so good. You know, I, guess, I guess you always imagine your kids are like, you know, little small little little kids. Yeah. And when they grow up a little, little bit older, you kind of forget that from the back. But uh, yeah, yeah and, a, you, and you just fucking you stare down their ass. I get it, bro. Yeah, um, then, you know, the best part is I decide just to share it with a bunch of degenerates, and they bring it up every five years. So yeah, it's that, nice. no, it's the best. That story's so good. Uh, I actually quick uh, wait, Patch, where are you going? I have a question for you, bro. Oh, here, Specifically, okay. You know, it's uh, in in that same vein. Now, uh, obviously, you know, so I have two girls. They're both small, so no one's checking them out yet. Weirdo. Uh, but uh, my, my, oldest, my oldest daughter, she's nine, and she just got into cheer last year, and she's super into it. She's a big she, – she loves cheer. And I know that you have at least one daughter that's, that's in that cheer lifestyle. Uh, and, you know, and, you know, so we go to whatever, the, the terrible, like, middle school games and watch her cheer and super cute. Her and her friends are super cute. But, I, you know, she seems super into it, and I assume she's going to keep doing it. And I do think, Patch, there's going to, like, get to be a weird age, <laughs> whether it's high school or something like that, where I'm not going to check out my daughter, but there's a good <laughs> chance I might check out somebody else's daughter. <laughs> and uh, and I got to ask you specifically, like, have you been in that boat? <laughs> What? How do you handle no, it? Because I don't want no, to be no. that guy. Uh, not yeah, but a couple times I've been like, uh, 
I was like, hey, is that your coach? Is that one of your students? Like, oh, no, she's in college. Like, oh, he's in college. Oh, thank uh, God. Oh, good. Only <laughs> totally reasonable. Oh, she's like, like a, how, that's yeah. her job. I was like, oh, yeah, okay. Oh, she's in college. <laughs> practically, a, practically a senior citizen. No problem. I can, 52-year-old man, I can stare her down. No problem. 19, probably, maybe. Uh, <laughs> oh, so oh. good. Listen, gentlemen, this has been a lot of fun. Uh, I have enjoyed every minute of it. Uh, I'm about to wrap it up. Unless there's any last surprises you need to bring to the table, I think we can call it. Uh, Sounds good. on my list. All right. Well, then let's uh, let's wrap it up. Thank you, everybody, for listening. We are going to be back. Tony and I are going to be back next uh, next week. We'll kind of catch up on the, the last month of, uh, of life and such. Uh, until then, you can be part of the discussion on Discord. Uh, you can email me. You can try to find me on social media. Boy, you want to talk about shit I've given up. Social media. Uh, <laughs> I am not into it. And then Tony's like, hey, we're starting the new podcast. You got to get in on social media. I'm like, you got it. Never. I have never done it. Uh, I think I did the first three episodes. And then uh, stopped immediately. Hey, that, that's enough for me. Like, I'm involved in all yeah. these podcasts. I leave that shit to other people. And if you don't want to do it, that's fine. I'm not going to hassle you these yeah. days. In the old days, we yeah, do need an intern. On your nuts, but don't give a fuck now. <laughs> Maybe a different saying next time. All right, everybody. Let's uh, let's then let's wrap it up. Uh, Kenny, we'll go to you first. Five oh nine, motherfucker. Go ahead, Pat. Uh oh, God! Somebody brought this up, and I forgot. It is really good. Uh, so, uh, let me think about it. So, getting the character. Come on, give it to us. Oh, oh, doctor, you've been doing me right. Oh, oh I missed it. I missed it. Uh, Tony, last words. Keep rocking out with the claw hand. All right, everybody. I never really had a good uh, catchphrase, so I'll yes, just say did. bye. Siente. Mm-hmm. Oh, Siente. That's right. I forgot. Siente. Right. Goodbye.